Oh, let me tell you something right now, brother. Uh, I don't know. What should we do? How should we start? Let me. Sh how should we start this? Uh, we could start by ripping off Dudesy. <laughs> <laughs> ripping off Dudesy. Just um, two dudes ripping around. <laughs> yeah, just two dudes ripping around. Um, oh my God, let me think. Is there anything going on? I don't even know. Well, we took a week off last week because there was nothing. And I think that was a good call because now this week we have a lot of good stuff. Welcome to the Solid Content Cast. This is where we are dropping solid loafs of content. Uh, real splashers. We're making a splash with these solid loafs of content. That was that made me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we are just unloading. We are dumping this great content for you. Welcome to the Trelure Blazures. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ben Moon, joined by the inevitable Mr. Nick Kelly. How you doing, sir? Well, I am inevitable. So He is. Uh, your Captain Haircut today. Yeah, yeah, I got a haircut, so I don't look like a weird, like, hobo Doctor Who, uh, Jim from the Office monster <laughs> anymore. You, um, you got your hairs cut. I should be clear. Your hairs cut. All of them. All of them, and and uh, and a shower and a shave. Well, I could still use a shave, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's been two weeks, guys, and. Um, did anything happen? I mean, I saw a snake at work today. I don't care for snakes. Really? Yeah. I really like them. I I don't like rodents, and so snakes are my friends. Anything that eats rodents, I'm I'm cool with. I don't like things that are slow and then fast. That's my whole thing. And snakes are slow and then fast. You know what else um is I know for a fact is slow and then fast is bunny rabbits. Yeah, my dog doesn't like those. He tries to get them. Yeah, so bunny rabbits. I have I have like five or six of them that live by my house, and they every morning they come out to eat, and they're very slow. But then, if the neighbor's dog comes in, they're they're real fast. Does the fifth born possess the gift of foresight? That's an interesting question. Does any bunny rabbit have the gift of foresight? They'd never be able to tell you, but they would live a long life, uh, like Nicolas Cage in that, the movie Next. Or or Fiverr and Watership Down. Mm-hmm. Or Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never seen that movie. I hear it's very violent. I like it. It's very good. But the book is, is one of my favorite books. Is it really? Shout out to my Watership Down nerds out there. <laughs> I didn't know that... There are dozens of us! I didn't know that there was such a thing. Fans of oh, this. Yeah. It's great. Watership okay, Down wow. rules. Wow. Well, cool. Um, well, let's maybe talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. A little less than usual. It really is. I really only watched racing. That's the only thing I've watched. I watched. I started watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds on Paramount Plus. Uh, I, I really like it so far. I watched the first two. I think there's three or four out now. This is the one that's. It takes place before like the original series. And it's the Enterprise, so, like, some of the characters are the same, like, Spock is there, and I don't really know a lot about Star Trek, so there's probably a bunch of other ones that I'm not catching, but, like, Spock and Uhura are there. 
I was about to say it's Huhura in there. Uh, this looks very good and colorful and fun, and I am thinking I should get Paramount Plus. I don't have a lot of time still. I I, I gotta wait till I have like a period of time where I have time. Yep. And Halo Halo season one just wrapped up, so I watched the finale of that. Uh, Was yesterday. that episode episode nine the finale? Yeah. Or is, okay. Okay. Yeah, there was nine. It was pretty good uh, overall. There was one episode that I didn't like, and that was just five. because it was like all focused on the side plot, and no one cared about the side plot. Yeah. So, but the rest of it was good. Um, and then I watched Jess and I watched Graveyard Shift on Amazon Prime the other day, which is a really cheesy, really bad 1990 Stephen King movie uh, about like these monsters under a mill that are like evolved rat bat monster things and the mills full of rat it's so stupid but brad duriff plays this exterminator in it and he's so over the top like he's hamming it up so hard that it's just really fun to watch but it's really a really bad movie but it's fun bad not like morbius which was like uh energy vampire bad you know does graveyard shift have like a cult following or anything i don't know i think it probably does among stephen king fans where they realize it's bad and uh i i heard on the on the king cast david dasmalchian was talking about it and it sounded like there was sort of a cult following around how bad it is and it was just fun it was fun to watch it's really really bad but it's fun bad okay cool well, that's it, folks. That's the, that's what we done had watched. So let's talk about some of this here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. We have a few fun things here. The first thing is that in, in Dune Part 2, they have cast Christopher Walken as the Padishah Emperor. Uh, Shaddam the fourth and uh, f- thus fulfilling the prophecy of Fatboy Slim explain the prophecy to us so you know the that's the song where Christopher Walken is dancing the Fatboy Slim music video yep the great. chorus of that song is if you walk without rhythm you won't attract the worm you know so it's full of dune references yeah that's right that's right yep so uh the prophecy has been fulfilled and the end times are upon us but at least we'll get dune part two before it all go the ship goes down right yep that's right we'll get dune part two uh and then the next thing was the disney upfronts thing happened so we we kind of got like a layout of what's coming with the star wars series so ahsoka's in production right now and the andor series is is I think it's shooting, and that's going to come out like at the end of summer, they said. So that's still coming this year, the Andor uh, prequel to Rogue One series. And then uh, Mandalorian Season 3, it says they said was either going to be real late 2022 or early 2023. So probably like Book of Boba Fett, which was December 30th. So probably Mandalorian Season 3 will be right at the end of the year. Uh, ah- Ahsoka is coming out next year, 2023, and then... Uh, there's that Acolyte show, which is High Republic. Uh, they just said that it was probably late later in 2023 as far as that's going. So that's what like the immediate future of Star Wars looks like right now. And then also John Watts is apparently making a, a Star Wars show that is going to be sort of 
John Hughesy and about younger characters. I don't know what that's going to be, but that's in the early stages of development. What what whatever happened to Rogue Squadron? Uh, this is about the TV shows, so it's less about the movies. But uh, uh, as far as okay. movies, there's Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie that he's gonna make is gonna come out first, and then Rogue Squadron, and then um, Kevin Feige and Michael Waldron are making one also, and that's gonna come out later. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I, I'm excited for Andor, but mostly for the fact that I get to look at Adria Arjona. Yeah, that's especially. Like when she ends up in things like Morbius, and it's it's like what? It, yeah, what a waste! What a waste! But Star Wars—that's a perfect thing to be in. Yeah, we want to see you in a Star Wars. So, yep, that's good. And then also recently this week, a uh, some good news in the Daredevil world. There's a new Daredevil series in the work for Disney Plus, and it's coming from Matt Corman and Chris Ord, and it's going to be a continuation of the story from the last one so the original daredevil on netflix is is all canon so they're carrying forward from that but now they can use more marvel characters and stuff give us wilson fisk again yeah he'll be back it'll be him and then they can bring back charlie cox and obviously he was in spider-man so uh redo bullseye thanks agreed yes agreed i mean there are three different people that were bullseye so just get a different one who's more interesting because i didn't like him at all in that iteration it it wouldn't be that hard you just say hey here this guy's a copycat he thought he thinks he's better than bullseye and he is yeah and him be you know a different bullseye yeah that's easy and bullseye is a mouth character so you have to have you can't he was like he never said anything he was like this weird like disgruntled crybaby in season three and i just hated yeah. him and it's like this isn't like bullseye it's a, he didn't feel like bullseye at all did he he felt like in x-men origins wolverine when they had deadpool's mouth stitched shut that's oh, I, that's God. literally how i felt about that bullseye it's like this guy yeah. sucks um there are uh theories going around that we're gonna see uh luke cage and jessica jones in she hulk well, they were just hiking together <laughs> and posting Instagram selfies. Uh, I, I I imagine uh, for sure that Charlie Cox will be Matt Murdock in She-Hulk. Yeah. And uh, he'll also be probably Daredevil in Echo, which is currently filming. Because Echo is a Daredevil character and She-Hulk is a show about lawyers. Right. Speak of, are we? Is it too still too early to do Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers? No, we can talk about them. How excited were you when, when when Charlie Cox was showed up? I literally, I was sitting between my cousin and my cousin-in-law, Derek. And uh, when Charlie Cox showed up, I literally reached out and I grabbed the front of both of their shirts. I was like, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. I was, there were so many moments like that in that movie. I was just like, you're just like. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. That was a great movie. So like. That that was one of my favorite things was Charlie Cox being in it. Yeah. Um, just everything with Willem Dafoe. Uh, the moment that uh, Tobey Maguire showed up and Andrew Garfield. It's, oh, man. That's so good. The chemistry between all the Spider-Mans was so good. It was so good. It's just such a good movie. 
Is it on Blu-ray? When is it coming on, on 4K? It's out. It came out April 12th, so it's been out oh, a while already. Holy cow! I don't own it. I gotta own it. Oh yeah, I pre-ordered it because you can. It was because it was Sony. You could pre-order it on Amazon because <laughs> you can't ever do that with the Disney ones. Oh really? Yeah, I always have to go to like Walmart to get those. Spider-Man No Way Home 4K UHD here. So since it's been out on Blu-ray for like over a month, I don't feel bad about talking about spoilers at all. Uh, oh no, no, I don't either. Uh, and I want to talk about the end. Uh, so one of my favorite things about that movie is the end, because it turns out that this original trilogy here was like the origin story of Spider-Man in the MCU, because at the end we do get the poor by himself uh, college age stuck in a apartment. That's crummy. Spider-Man with a homemade suit. I was so excited about the end. <laughs> That's the Spider-Man for me. I don't want uh, an Iron Man-backed, like, fancy Spider-Man. I like the I like the down on his luck Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I do. I think Iron Spider on screen at like in a movie is so killer. It's so cool. It's cool, like. Obviously, they're all there aren't any bad Spider-Man scenes in the MCU. They're all great, but I want yeah. that core Spider-Man. You know, I want the yeah. Story-wise, yeah, he's yeah. the best Spider-Man. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, um, and plus, like, I just feel like this is a way for us to have Black Cat in this if they make like three more movies. Yeah, and then at the end of the in the post credits, Venom left a little chunk of Venom in there, so we can maybe get the black suit for for tom holland you know yeah and 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 after you know after seeing venom's personality and and uh, let there be carnage uh it seems to me like venom would be into spider-man and he would he would want the the spider on the chest yeah i think that they could do that and then i would be very happy to see it yeah that that to me that the way they've done his personality would, it would work yeah i agree yeah so uh we love the spider-mans we do uh, hey, let's let's talk about this here, the question terms. The question terms. So this one was sent in by Jay, and it's based on a meme, and the meme I will put on Instagram, and it was a picture of Tom Holland and Ned, what's his name? The guy who plays Ned, and... He's the guy. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong together, and it said... They grow up so fast or something because they look like just an adult versions of them, you know? Jacob Badalon. Jacob Badalon plays Ned. I thought of it. Okay. And uh, so he sent that and he said, he said, based on this, what would you like to see like a future version of or like a legacy sequel? So think a legacy sequel like Blade Runner 2049 or like Top Gun Maverick where it's set like 20 years later and... Maybe characters are adults now, or it's just in the future. So, what would you like a like a legacy sequel or a twenty year sequel of? And Ben thought of an answer almost immediately. Yeah, this it was is Natch, natural uh, the Goonies. Yeah, I want to see Josh Brolin and Sean Astin and all them guys. Yeah, it would just it would be a killer. It would work. Uh, and then and the other, what the guy that uh, that plays Data. Uh, he was was he just in something? Brent Spiner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in uh, stuff all the time, so he pops oh, up okay. all here and there. Okay. Uh, mine, my choice. I went a little more obscure with mine, and I want to see like a twenty-year sequel of the Warriors. 
which is a very good movie about a dystopian future where all these gangs run over New York and you have all these weird gangs like the Baseball Furies and uh, the Warriors and stuff. And I want to see like a future version of that where maybe see what the Warriors are up to and then some new weird gangs and how see how further society has collapsed and what happened with all these gangs and stuff. What if it's like in a neon future city and it's gangs in the neon future city? I want to see, yeah. Oh, what if it's like the Warriors 2049 and <laughs> Cyberpunk Warriors? Cyberpunk Warriors. Now, I-, I could get into this. That sounds really cool. We don't have enough live action cyberpunk movies. No, we don't. Yeah, no, I want, that's what I want. Mine is set real far in the future. It's like the Warriors 2099. Yeah. And Spider-Man 2099 shows up. And it's Oscar Isaac. (laughs) Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Well, guys, let us know what sort of future version legacy sequel you would uh, like to see. And uh, we'll tell you how to get in touch with us later on in the show, my friends. My lovely listeners. (laughs) Little birds. My little bees. My little bees are your methods unsound you know what we have what do we have we have the we have the new 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 the the new 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 trailers folks we have an adele dazine yeah we're not gonna go away for a week and have a a week gap and then not give you an adele dazine we're not gonna do it folks and we are and there's some good stuff to talk about here there's some there's a lot of good stuff here I think so. Good content. We're going to dump this content. The solid loaf of content. Um, so first off, right off the bat, we have a full trailer for Love, Death, and Robots Volume 3. This is a Red Band trailer. And uh, there's only one of these that I want to see. There's like eight or nine uh, episodes or, or stories, and there's only one that I want to see. I heard on the internet... That there's one that you should watch if you're only going to watch one. And uh, the stupid IMDb list doesn't have episode names. It only has descriptions. But it's the one that's the first one in the trailer. This robot thing comes out of the pond. And they're fighting conquistadors and stuff. Yep. It's like a gold robot thing. Oh, here it is. It's called Jabaro. So the internet says if you watch only one of them to watch Jabaro. Uh. The one I wanted to see was Night of the Mini Dead because it's like a tilt shift and it looks really f- cool. I got some vibes from uh, that part where that, ro- that robot says, they were mean to robots and then the robots killed them and started laughing. I got some Flight of the Concords uh, vibes from that. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. Uh, so, are you going to watch any of these? Or are you going to watch that one that they say to watch? Probably not. <laughs> I actually will check out this Night of the Many Dead. Because it just the look of it is very appealing to me. I would have to go on the internet and see. Because like, what I saw of the first season of this was extremely gross. And I didn't like it at all. Yeah, we're not we're not big fans. I didn't watch any of season two. Yeah. So, eh, who knows? We, we'll see, we probably will not see any of this. Uh, number two on the list, Avatar, The Way of Water. The plot synopsis being, Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the planet of Pandora. 
Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Neytiri and the army of Navi race to protect their planet. So basically it's the same as the first one where it's yes, yeah. Uh the humans versus the cat people. Yeah, so this is a, it says this is a video game sequel. So it's the same thing just different levels. Yep. Right? Yep. You, you go to different parts of the planet. Uh it, so I actually really like the music in this trailer and I don't know if that's going to be indicative of the music that's in the movie. Uh, it gave me feels. Not the first two times I watched it, but the third time I watched it, I listened to the music more and I was like, "Oh, I really dig this music. I did not clock the music at all. It didn't. It didn't make an impression on me. I'll have to look again because I'm sure I'll see this trailer many more times. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good. It's like really good CGI. My favorite thing about this is that they made this first movie so long ago that all all these people, half of these people, aren't really famous anymore. So like. I talked about this already last week, but like, is Sam Worthington was famous in 2009, and then he wasn't in anything from about like 2014 onward. I don't remember seeing him, and now here he is again. Is he going to do that again? Is he going to be in stuff for like three years and then disappear until another Avatar sequel comes out? I mean, he doesn't have to work. Like, he could live off the Avatar money if he did his contract right. Right. He could live off that forever. You know. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Because, like, Joel David Moore is in this, and, like, it's people that you haven't seen since the early 2000s, and they're going to be back for this. Good for them, I guess. Getting a franchise. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's what you want, right? Yep. So, the uh, next up, we've got the teaser trailer for Resident Evil. Resident Evil. What are you buying? What are you what buying? What are you selling? So, Resident Evil, I accidentally pulled up the uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City IMDb, so I'm going to change that quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, here. Resident Evil 4. So this is the Resident Evil TV series on Netflix, and it comes out on July 14th, which is going to be in my window of having Netflix, And because uh, I canceled Netflix, but I'm going to have it for part of June through the end of July. The plot of this is nearly three decades after the discovery of the T-Virus, an outbreak reveals the Umbrella Corporation's dark secrets, based on the horror franchise. So, Ella Belinska is in this, who is the girl that's in that Forspoken video game, who is extremely pretty. And Lance Reddick is in this as Wesker, and that's awesome. Based on that alone, I'm going to watch it. This bear... Is this bear just something that's in the movie, or is this something from one of the games that I don't know about? I don't remember a bear in the games. Uh, I played a handful of Resident Evil games. I don't remember the bear. But this is, I think, set a while after the games. But the dude who's making this said everything in the games is canon. So I don't know if, if all the games happened, or if most of the games happened, or where this is set in that timeline. But I'll be interested to see all of the little nods and stuff. The only people that are named in the credits list on IMDb are Lance Reddick and Ella Belinska, and, and they're both just Weskers. So she's Jade Wesker, and he's Albert Wesker. Okay. Is that a caterpillar monster in the games? Um, It might be. I don't remember it. I've only played Resident Evil 4. That's the only one I've ever played. I played Resident Evil 1, 4, 5, and 6. And then I played... Uh, like a handheld version of two or something weird. 
I don't know. It was like a reduced version of two. Wasn't there a, re- a Resident Evil on? Uh, it was like on rails. Uh, on the Wii or uh, the yeah the Wii. There was like a on rails one. Yeah, I forget what that one's called. It was like Resident Evil Missions or something like that. I rem- I remember that one as well. Yeah, I liked Resident Evil Five. There's a, the thing with Resident Evil Five is that if you played it co-op with someone, you liked it, and if you played it single player, you hated it because the the AI was so bad. But if you played co-op, it was really fun to play with someone. So I played Resident Evil Five co-op with my cousin, and it was the most fun uh, video game experience that I have had was playing that game co-op. But this comes out July Fourteenth, so I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I will probably check this out. I like a little rant, Lance Reddick. You know? He's great. He's got one of the best voices. He really does. I loved him ever since um, show with uh, Denethor. Fringe. Fringe. I've li- loved him ever since Fringe. All right, so then we got the, the next trailer is a Japanese trailer for Shin Common Rider. This is part of the Shin series of various movies in Japan. Do you, do you, I don't know anything about a Common a Rider. Can you... Can you Read us a description. Uh, well, there isn't one because it's a Japanese movie, but I know enough about Kamen Rider to talk about it. It just basically okay. it means Masked Rider. Uh, he's kind of like a Power Ranger type character of one of those Super Sentai shows that were on in like the seventies for Japanese superhero shows, Sentai and Toku Sentai. Yep, Toku Sentai. <laughs> uh, so he's basically just like a masked crime fighter that rides a motorcycle, and uh. The, the Shin Toho universe that they're kind of building up here with Shin Godzilla and Shin Ultraman and uh, Shin Kamen Rider. I wonder if they're going to like tie these together in some sort of Avengers type way. That'd be kind of cool. I'm really excited about uh, Shin Ultraman. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Shin Godzilla is my favorite kaiju movie. I think it's the best giant monster movie ever made. And I'm really looking forward to Shin Ultraman because it's apparently really good. Yeah, it is uh, number one at the box office in Japan. So doing really well, just crushing it at the box office, which is uh, really good news because it looks so cool from that teaser trailer. And that makes it, if it does really good, then it'll be easier to get it in the U.S. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully I... Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll still get this on Google like I did uh, Shin Godzilla, just rent it on Google. Yeah, it's worth watching. I want to see all these things. I like all this stuff. I will say this Shin Kamen Rider looks a little low budget compared to the other Shin stuff, so we'll just have to see. Yeah, I think they care more about Godzilla and Ultraman, personally. I just think that's where more of their focus is because those are the most recognizable brands. I mean, you right, you right. Our boy Saban did try to convert Kamen Rider into an American show in the uh, early 90s, like after the success of Power Rangers when they tried to do that with all those other shows. They just bought a bunch of like Super Sentai show bits and then spliced in American bits, but the, sh- the Kamen Rider version was really bad. So, so what was that? Super Samurai Cyber Squad? Yeah, Is that Super Human Samurai Cyber Squad. Yeah, I actually liked that one. I liked that one better than Power Rangers. It had a lot of cool day. monsters. That's why I liked yep. it. It had the cool monsters. Yeah, there's a cool yeah. monster every week in that one. Yeah, that that one was better. I don't remember like the acting. I just I don't remember it being as cheesy as Power Rangers. Of course, I remember it being cheesy, but not as cheesy as Power Rangers. 
I just like all the monsters and all of these things. Like I had so many like Ultraman vinyl monster toys in the in the nineties, in the early nineties when I was a kid. Yeah. I just want like a a gif on my phone of him like floating with the glowing eyes. Uh huh. And tur- and slowly turning. God, that image is so cool. Yeah, I just want to watch that. We gotta get we gotta get our hands on Shin <laughs> Ultraman. We gotta do it. All right. The next trailer we have here is uh Prey. And what do you think? The uh, the plot description of this is the origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Uh, this is the first interesting Predator sequel since Predators. And probably the best idea since the first Predator. And it stars Amber Midthunder, who is just awesome like amber mid thunder rules uh she's the best character in legion and uh this is just a really cool idea i think this uh, let me tell you this nick this makes me think of next week's the questions times what bad movie do you wish you could erase and then make a good version of and Aliens versus Predator is one of mine. Aliens versus Predator one or two? Oh god, they made a second one, didn't they? Okay, so Aliens versus Predator one, I find to be pretty inoffensive. Uh, it's just like a very—it's a horror movie. It's a horror. No, movie. No, it's not. It's it's like an action movie in a pyramid. Yeah, to me, it but they feel to me it was like a horror. It felt like a horror movie. I don't know, Alien. Too many humans. You should watch Aliens versus Predator t- Requiem. That's the that's the horror movie one. That was the grossest movie. I've never I'm not I've never been offended at a movie before, you know? But when I watched Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, I was offended by that movie, by the themes of that movie. Uh I just found it I found it repulsive and misogynistic <laughs> and gross. And uh it's I think I think Aliens vs. Predator Requiem is is one of is in the bottom five worst things I've ever seen ever, and I'm not joking. <laughs> the bottom five, yeah, bottom five. It's down there with Spawn, but uh, Predator Two is really bad, also. Yeah, I just uh, it's such a cool character. Why is it so hard to make a good movie with it? Well, the the last one, The Predator, was bad because Shane Black can't direct franchise movies. And people need to understand that he needs to do original movies. His original stuff is good, and his franchise movies are bad. Is that, is that right? Yeah, because he did Iron Man 3, bad. He did The Predator, bad. He did uh, The Nice Guys, great, excellent movie. And Lethal Weapon, good. Really? Huh. Very strange. Well, okay. Well, uh, so who Who's directing this one? Dan Trachtenberg. What's he doing? He did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is I think is a great movie. Uh, what else did he do? That was good. He directs Black Mirror, and I think all of these things he's done are, uh, like, he did some of the episodes of The Boys and The Lost Symbol, which I never saw, and apparently there's a TV series of Waterworld that he's going to be directing an episode of, but uh, I feel like just 10 Cloverfield Lane and Black Mirror, that's kind of a good vibe to have for a Predator movie set in the early americas absolutely speaking of the boys i think there are some like teaser trailers or trailers out for the boys but we don't care no i don't like that so i don't talk about it yeah there's nothing 
There's nothing for us to cover yeah. on that. I think that superhero stuff that's like that, where it's like super violent, is stupid. So I don't talk about it. And I don't like it either. And so I don't care that you don't add it on here. Or, you know, I didn't add it either. Yeah, no, we're not doing that one. I don't like that we and don't, I don't like don't, Invincible. Yeah, don't, don't, don't care. I just, I feel like they're like, I feel like in the pitch meetings for all those things, they're like, we're going to turn the genre on its head. And I know they said that line and that, that just makes me cringe and not want to watch it yeah we're not gonna like there there are genres and and stuff that we in certain types of movies that we just don't cover on the show because we can do because we don't have to we do what we want here yeah and what i want is to watch amber mid thunder fight the predator uh and what i want is to watch chip and dale rescue rangers which came out today yeah i'm gonna watch that this weekend faux show faux show all right, next trailer we got here is Spiderhead. All right, the plot of Spiderhead. In the near future, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. One such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. So this is our boy Joseph Kaczynski. Uh, this stars Chris Hemsworth as sort of like a like a pharma scientist bad guy who acts nice and miles teller uh from whiplash and journey smollett and it's directed by joseph kaczynski which is the most important part of all of this are we in a kaczynski sense i hope so the best thing that possibly could have happened happened and that was that everyone liked top gun maverick yeah yeah now we just need Tron 2, or excuse me, Tron Legacy 2. Yeah, and not like some weird Jared Leto Tron sequel. No, I don't, that's what we don't want. Yeah, uh, so I'll watch this just because of the Kaczynski name attached me to it. Too. And it's a little bit Black Mirror-y. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, probably, it's probably pretty good. I mean, it's Joseph Kaczynski, so there'll be at least one scene that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. So we'll check this out. Uh, ne- this is Netflix, right? Uh, yes, Netflix original okay, yeah. movie. That's right, that's right. Okay. Then we have a trailer, folks, finally, for She-Hulk. Yep, so at the Disney Upfronts the other day, they had the release date for She-Hulk, which is coming out August 17th of this year. And uh, we finally got a trailer for She-Hulk, which stars Tatiana Maslany, who is one of the best actors ever. If anyone has ever watched Orphan Black, they know that. And Mark Ruffalo is back, and Tim Roth is back as Abomination. And did you notice that his cell in this trailer is the is the same one that we see in Shang Chi when Wong sends him back through the portal? I didn't notice that. Uh, I caught my eye. It's the same one with the red lights on it and stuff. How, how about that? So somebody somebody checked in with somebody when they were making this. Interesting. Interesting. Do you do we think that Tatiana Maslany is going to do an impression of another Marvel character because she can do all those different voices and stuff? I hope so. Uh, I just she's a really goofy character, like She Hulk. She's kind of breaks the fourth wall and stuff like that in the comics. She's uh, really funny. She's really great. And Tatiana Tatiana Maslany is really great. And I just I feel like if they're going to cast someone like her, they're going to want the range that she has so right right that's the that's what i was thinking i'd like to see that i want to see her with matt murdoch i want to see her with uh jessica jones i want my favorite thing about this is it it looks like they're gonna trot out some weird villains 
that are going to be maybe run through the court system because one of the funniest things ever is that Frogman is in this trailer. Like, there's one one <laughs> single still, and it's Frogman, who is one of the funniest things he's such a lame guy you know he's got like this frog suit and you can see his human eyes in the in the mouth hole of the frog suit and like he's got springs on his shoes i just love him <laughs> there's there's one i was looking at different cells of frogman in the comics and there's one one cell where he's with like a bunch of different superheroes and they're all just saying stuff and then he's in the back he's in the very back going this is the the best day of my life you know <laughs> just he, he gets to be a part of the group it's so great and i think i saw the wrecking crew in there and jamila jamila was titania and i just it's cool it's cool oh yeah so i would be remiss i know you don't want to talk about this but I, i'd be remiss if i didn't talk about this other people on the internet talk about this the cgi in this it's not that it looks bad, but there is something wrong with the movement of She-Hulk. It it looks artificial and it touches on the uncanny valley a little bit. And I am seriously hoping that they clean it up before it releases in August, but I I don't know if they will. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a thing that I'm so sick of talking about like not just with this, but in general is the first thing that people talk about is CGI. And then sometimes they don't even, I don't think people know what that means anymore because they were, I saw a post on the internet where they were talking about how they didn't like the CGI in this. And then they were like, this CGI is better. And it was Gamora. And it's like, my brother, that is not, that is not CGI. She's painted, you know, uh, she Hulk is seven feet tall and, uh, it's really hard to make a, a seven foot tall, strong lady who's green looks super realistic you know well it's 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 weird because it's like not every scene with her doesn't look right it's like when she is sitting down in the black dress the way she moves it's like choppy looking it's just it doesn't it looks like she's moving like uh like a computer animated movie like it, it's it, there's something we're off uncanny there's a touch of uncanny value it, but the, the problem is, is it took me out it took me at like right i was like ugh, ugh. no this is interesting it was jarring to me because your favorite movie is tron legacy and tron legacy is the last thing i can remember that received constant backlash about uncanny valley cgi yeah and and they're not wrong i'm not gonna deny it i'm not gonna overlook it i mean i i mean i do overlook it but i i and I'll probably do this thing on She-Hulk. Yeah. Like, I'll probably overlook it. Because, you know, the rest of it's great. I just don't think it matters so much. Like, because Tron Legacy is one of the best movies ever made. I don't care if you don't like it, you're wrong. Uh, and and it just doesn't matter that Jeff Bridges looks weird. It just doesn't matter to me. I don't care. But it's all that people talk about. So it's it's so disinteresting to me to talk about it. Yeah, I guess I just don't understand. Like, Marvel has been sort of nailing it with the looks of everything. Um I just don't know why the movement on this is a little off. It just it just seems weird. I guess it just seems weird to me that they they've got all the money in the world. Why pump just pump money onto it? I think right? it's that the series have the same budget as a movie, and they have to be four times longer. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, I still can't wait for this. Oh it looks yeah, so it looks fun. great, and I'm excited. Just she's such a good character. Like. Most of my experience with She-Hulk comes from Fantastic Four when she was in the Fantastic Four, because I read a lot of Fantastic Four. I haven't read a lot of She-Hulk, but I did pre-order an omnibus of the Dan Slott She-Hulks, which is what I think this is going to be drawing a lot of inspiration from. 
So I'll okay. get read up on that at some point. I have a prediction. I think Frogman's going to be like uh, a, like a, a big like internet sensation, like meme uh-huh. worthy. Oh, I'm I'm excited uh, about Frogman. Yeah, I think I think Frogman's going to. I think the internet is going to like really dig Frogman. Me too. It's Frogman's going to get his due. Yeah, I, I, I really do think that. Uh, it's going to be funny. All right, so we can't wait for that, and it's in August, so woohoo! Um, then we have a trailer for, uh, this is For All Mankind Season 3. Guys, Season 3 of a show that I've never even heard of until now. I've been kind of following on this because this is something I wanted to watch. It's on Apple TV+, and it has Joel Kinnaman from Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad. Uh, it, the plot is, in an alternate version of 1969, the Soviet Union beats the United States to the moon and the space race continues on for decades with still grander challenges and goals. So it's alternate history, alternate space race. Joel Kinnaman's in it. He's cool. It just looks cool. I don't know. I just want to, I've been wanting to watch this. I haven't watched it, but maybe with season three coming out, I'll, I'll watch it. I like the premise of this. It's a, it truly is a space race. You have... Three different space agencies going all at the same time, flying at the same time to the to Mars. Uh, so that's kind of fun. It does look it looks fun. I like the premise, um, and it, lo- it looks like a real a fairly realistic take on it, which yeah. I like. So this uh, I I want to check this out too. This is a great trailer. Yeah, it is. It's just everything about this. It looks like moody and cool. I don't know. I just want to watch the show. I have Apple TV, so I could just watch it. Yeah, we could we could get caught up. I, what is season one and two not about them going to Mars? Is it about something else? I think it's it's. I think something is about the moon, and then I think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just gotta see. I gotta see what happens. I gotta watch it. Gotta see it. Gotta see it. Gotta see it. Looks cool. Looks cool. All right. So I know something. This next thing you're definitely gonna watch. It's uh, season two of Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, three strangers who share an obsession with true crime suddenly find themselves caught up in one. That was the season one plot. So this is season two. It follows season one. I'm not gonna spoil it, even though it was like last year because it was so good that if you haven't seen only murders in the building i will not spoil it It is extremely good uh it's on hulu it's martin short it's steve martin and selena gomez martin short one of the funniest human beings that ever lived in the history of time uh everything he says is complete complete gold and in this he plays like this guy who used to be a director but he was not a very successful director but he still acts like he is and Steve Martin used to be on a detective show in like the in the seventies or something, and then he kind of became like a shut in. And then Selena Gomez is like watching her aunt's apartment, and they they all run into each other. And just the things that that Martin Short says to Steve Martin the whole time, it's everything he says is like a put down, but it sounds upbeat. So it's it's very funny. I just really like it. But this season two comes out good. in June already. It comes out June twenty eighth. They must be able to make this show pretty quick. Yeah, it was all it was all pretty contained. Uh, they did go on a they left the apartment building a few times and went to different locations, but it was mostly in that one place. Is did they, did they film this season two during COVID? I guess probably. Or? I guess they had. Yeah, to, Yeah, they right? had to. Interesting. Okay, cool. Well, it's coming out, so you'll get to see it. Really good. All right, let's get to the booger on the list. You want to talk about this booger? Yeah. Here? So this. This list has been pretty solid so far. Like, I want to watch almost everything we've talked about, except for the robot murder show. Uh, and then this one. This is called The Terminal List, and it stars Chris Pratt. And it's a former Navy SEAL officer investigates why his entire platoon was ambushed during a high-stakes covert mission. This 
is almost beige army man vibes, but it isn't. There's no beige army man because it doesn't look like they're in the desert, which beige army man movies in the desert are always boring to me. And uh, this just had like, like, great value Tom Clancy vibes to me. I think you put it best. I though. think. Well, I think great value Tom Clancy is um, a good description of this. But all this did was make me ask the question. Where is my Tom Clancy verse Splinter Cell? That is in Rainbow Six. Why are we not working towards this? Why are we not pumping money into this? Uh, you'll get various demographics. You'll get video game nerds. You'll get old boomer dudes who like Tom Clancy books and stuff. Like they they eat this stuff up. Those those old boomers. Why are we not doing this? You just have to put Tom Clancy on it, and then the boomers will watch it. And then all the video game yeah. people like us will watch it because it's a splinter cell. Yeah, just... Why can't we do... It's, why can't we do this? Amazon should do it. They should do it. They should combine the Jack Ryan, John Krasinski show with the Michael B. Jordan, Tom Clancy movie that they made. And they yep. should add Sam Fisher into this. And they should just do it so it exists. Like, have him... Like walk past John Krasinski in a office or something. Just make it combined. Do it together. Like Amazon, do it. Do I have to like spell it out for you? Why are you not doing this? Yeah, have have John Krasinski walk by a plane with a third echelon symbol Just on it. Do it. Like it's not Just that hard. Yeah, third echelon. Give us third echelon. Give us third echelon, or we'll take it. We'll take it. If I had, if I, if I was as rich as Elon Musk, there's two things I'd do. I'd build a Tom Clancy verse, and I'd start Pontiac back up and make cool cars. I'd make electric muscle cars that look like old Pontiacs. I had a Pontiac Bonneville, and uh, the radiator exploded once when I was driving it. So, <laughs> uh, I would not bring back the Bonneville. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I would not. Definitely not bringing back the Bonneville. There's a cut. There's there's actually a lot of Pontiacs I would not bring back. Yeah. I'm not bringing back the Sunfire. Nope. Not bringing back the Bonneville. Firebird, Trans Am. Yeah, dude. The Aztec. I'd bring back the Aztec <laughs> just for fun, just for kicks, just for fun. Just because here's the deal: Th- these companies, you know, the Mercedes Sprinter vans that that people like turn into these like you can live out of them type yep. vans, and they're like some of them are like three hundred thousand dollars, my dude. Um, give the people a a version of that, the Pontiac Aztec, where they can go camping in it, do it up a little bit more, but it's not $300,000. Maybe it's like $50,000, but it's got some amenities. It's got some features. Pontiac Aztec. Well, I sold my car, so I don't have a car currently, so I'm going to get one of the million-dollar DeLoreans. Oh, we get to find out what that car looks like in 11 days. Awesome. I can't wait. Not that I could afford one. Yeah, so- I don't know if we talked. I don't think we talked about this uh, two weeks ago, but yeah, they've bumped up the the reveal date for the DeLorean. So May thirty first, we all get to see what the new uh, DeLorean Evolved looks yep. like. We'll cover it on we the will. show. All right, so let's talk about Umbrella Academy season three. The trailer. Yeah. So this this season, at the end of season two, there was like a time paradox that created a different timeline. So they came back and it was the sparrow academy and it was like all different kids that were there because these are like all found kids that had these powers that were born on the same day or whatever the umbrella academy siblings versus the the sparrow academy siblings it seems to be 
It does seem to be. So, first off, I want to say that whoever cut this trailer did an excellent job. It is a very well cut trailer. Yeah, this is a real good this is a real good one. Umbrella Academy is one of the only things on Netflix that I like, so like they put it out. At, they put it out at a good time for me because it comes out, so I can. It comes out June twenty second, so I can, if I get Netflix, because my canceled my Netflix. So if I reactivate my Netflix on like June twenty fifth, I can watch season three of Umbrella Academy. I can watch season four of Stranger Things, and I can watch The Gray Man, the movie with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, because that comes out in July, and then I can cancel it again. Foolish of them to put them all within one month. Fools. Those fools. Uh, That's a good plan, dude. So, I will say, you know, I did not really dig Umbrella Academy Season 2. I got... It it felt way too long in the tooth. I got bored with it. Wasn't into it. Sophomore slump? And so I... Yeah. Oh, very much so. Like, uh, just like Stranger Things. Um, and so when I started watching this trailer, I was like, I don't care about this. But then the trailer woke me up. I was like, you know, this actually looks pretty good. Like, I don't know if it's just a really well cut trailer or maybe it just looks better than season two. And maybe that, maybe it is. I think Netflix has a habit of this because I'm, as I think about it, like I love season one of Umbrella Academy. I think it's one of the best seasons on Netflix. Season two, not, not the best. It was a little slow. Uh, like they like kind of like they didn't know where to go. It's it felt like yeah. Uh, and then yeah, this yeah. looks cool. Stranger Things. I love season one. Perfect season. Season two is Perfect. garbage. Uh, season three was fun. I liked season three. Fun. Uh, Witcher yep. season one. I loved season one. I didn't really like season two of The Witcher. It was all like a weird season two. Did it didn't go it, anywhere? It was a weird side mission. It was not from the source material. It was yeah, it's side yeah, mission. So I didn't really. I think and then maybe season three of The Witcher will be good too. Like, but are they going to just do? Is that is that just not how Netflix works? I don't know. Season two of Castlevania not as good as season. Yeah, one. but didn't it continue to be bad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just went good. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good example, is it? <laughs> it just kept getting bad. Yeah. <laughs> just kept getting worse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll. Well, I'll probably end up watching. Yeah, I'm gonna this. check it out. I, I really like season yeah. one a lot. Yeah. So okay. All right. So then the Adele Dezinth trailer that we've got here is three thousand years of longing. This is a teasery, teasery, teasery. teasery. So this the plot of this is a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a jinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. This stars Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, and it was directed by the very great George Miller, who directed Mad Max Fury Road and the inexplicably good Babe Two: Pig in the City. <laughs> uh i at first i got him confused with frank miller oh yeah he directed the not <laughs> not very good uh the spirit <laughs> he directed the not very good <laughs> the spirit god oh we, we will forever lament uh because the first like 15 minutes of the spirit is so freaking cool. also the line i'm gonna kill you all sorts of dead is one of the best lines ever and it's not that Frank Miller is bad at stuff because he wrote some really, really good Daredevil comics. Perhaps the quintessential Daredevil comics of all time are the Steve Miller run. Yeah. Steve no, Miller? Frank Man. Miller. Steve. 
no, the Steve Miller the Steve band. Steve Miller, Daredevil run, you know. Yeah. George, <laughs> it's, Steve, it's great. Pla- the double multi-platinum Steve Miller, Daredevil run. Stephen Frank, George Miller. It's all one guy. Stephen Frank, George Miller. That's the, probably the name of the episode yep, right Stephen here. Stephen Frank, George uh, Miller. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna add that to my questions times answer. Uh, Aliens versus Predator needs to be made good, and then they need to re- reboot the spirit and make it yeah. good. If someone else directed it, if Frank Miller didn't think he could direct, it's like when Stephen King directed Maximum Overdrive. It's like you're not a director, Stephen King. You're just on cocaine, so you thought you could make this truck movie. <laughs> uh, this I'm movie's gorgeous. George Miller's cinematography is always gorgeous. Like Mad Max Fury Road is gorgeous. It looks wild, man. Just a lot of imagery. Yeah. Wild imagery. I love Tilda Swinton. This has gra- this has graphic nudity. So you'll I don't know. It does it? You'll get to see. It, that's what it said in the R rating. It was gra- graphic nudity. So you get to see uh, body parts. Probably from that. <laughs> that looked like they were at some Roman orgy thing. That's what, yeah. That is kind of what it looked like. So this is very quick. Like images that are flashing yep. on this it's very very short but it looks yep. wild v- visually intriguing uh and that does it for the new, new trailers folks so that brings us to the trailer malures you've got mail yeah so if you'll remember uh we asked last week what is your favorite genre of film and why and uh, we got a few responses here, and I'm going to kick it off with Kevin, who uh, texted in this week and said, Action comedy. I feel like this encompasses pretty much all Marvel films, which are the only films that routinely get me out to a theater, so that seems pretty straightforward. Jay says, I'm always down for a good musical, whether it be an old one like Singing in the Rain, a funny one like South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, or a modern one like In the Heights. No explanation needed. Who doesn't break out in song and dance every day? I know I do. Uh, Bridget said, fantasy movies, especially funny romantic ones like The Princess Bride. Hard to argue with that because The Princess Bride is a perfect movie. Yep. Uh, Everybody knows this and everybody agrees on this. As you wish. Uh, Oh, Aaron, speaking of uh, musicals, back to Jay's answer. uh, Aaron has recently found out about Hadestown. Oh, okay. Do you know about yeah, it? Yeah, so Adel Rafai uh, from Hey Riddle Riddle, who will be on this podcast uh, probably in a couple months, has been talking about that for like a year on Hey Riddle Riddle, and he took Aaron from Hey Riddle Riddle a bunch of times. So I know he's seen that a lot of times. Okay, Aaron Aaron loved it. Um, Mike says uh, sci-fi is his favorite genre of film. He tried to resist or broaden, but resistance was futile. Sci-fi gives us the distance we need to to be both whimsical and critical. It can be fun and or deep, even within a single film. He's not wrong. That's a good answer. Yeah, I I almost went with sci-fi when I chose mine because there's so many good sci-fi movies, most of them made by Denis Villeneuve. Kate said, heists, they're usually pretty fun and they can fit into lots of broader genres. And Kate is not wrong because you can fit heists into even superhero movies like ant-man is a heist movie and then there's like movies like inside man uh that was a cool movie the bank job with jason statham that was good is the saint a heist movie too yeah the saint is a heist movie sure yeah 
I think so. It's like a, it's it's like a, a heist romantic. It's like a spy, like an espionage heist. Yeah, yeah. Espion, espionage espionage heist romance. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, uh, and, and as we know, Ocean's Twelve is one of my favorite movies. And that's a heist for sure. And that's a heist for sure. And if you are sure about what a heist is, you can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast. Uh, where you can answer our question this week about uh, what you want to see a legacy sequel of. Or you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. And if you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. And if you're feeling extremely generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, I'll you would. Here's what needs to happen. We need to have a quick Mickey comic book, you see. And I'd be like, Captain Quick Mickey, or maybe just Quick Mickey, like a best of her name. And once they get me in that comic book, and then I can be on in one of them movies with them fellas with all the powers in it, and get some of that Disney money. Because Billy, who don't want that Disney money? I know I do, and that way when I go to the store, I can buy that those naked smoothies that are real expensive, you know. I, I don't want to spend 8 or $9 on that naked smoothie, but barely I, I am. Every time I pass that aisle with the orange juice in it, I, I, I love those things. They look so good sitting in those bottles. So... Help me make a comic book. Help me make it happen. Put me in touch with some people in high places. That's that's not necessarily a tip. That's a request. That is a request. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, and resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I stand Frogman. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, the star of Shin Ben Moon Rider. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the video games. One quarter portion. Of the show, folks, we have uh, not been playing anything. Nope, but I'm going to start Horizon Forbidden West pretty soon here. You are. Oh, speaking, I I will say this. I'll tell you what I'm probably going to start playing. Borderlands 3. Why? Because it's free on Epic right now. So Epic Game Store, it's free. Jess played that into the ground because that's one of her things that she loves. Indeed. Um, so I will finally get to play this. I never played it, which which is really weird that I never played it, but I'm going to play it on my laptop. There you go. Uh, oh, so I go to Indianapolis uh, on Friday next week. We probably won't record next week. No, I'll we're... also be in Indianapolis next week. Yeah, we're not going to record next week. So, um, but, uh, you know, when I'm on the plane, I'm probably just going to play Borderlands 3 or something. That's a good idea. I don't have to go on a plane because I live close to there and I'm going to drive. How many hours? It's about five. Yeah, but you'll be with your friends. Are you riding with Missy or somebody? Yeah, Jess and Missy and Chili the dog. Chili the Oh, Chili's going. Yeah, he has to meet Jay and Wendy's dog, Gimli, and they can play and uh, hang out together. That's That'll be fun. 
Yeah, so I don't know if we're going to get to meet up. We, if if the stars align, maybe we can do it. But uh, I cannot wait. This is a bucket list item for me, going to the Indy 500. Yeah, you should definitely put your focus on making sure you enjoy your bucket list item. <laughs> Indeed. So... Uh, so looking forward to next week, but uh, we've got we actually have some video game news here. Um, so Gotham Knights, which is the only game this year that I, that's coming out that I'm actually looking forward to, I think, because Starfield's not coming no, out. No, it was year. delayed. That's one of the that's yeah. the second news item is Starfield was going to yeah. be out in fall, and it's now it's coming out next year. But Gotham Knights okay. is coming out I think in October. That's that's right. Yeah, it, and I think it's been pushed a little bit. But um, the rumor is that it's going to have four-player co-op. Yeah, that would be fun. God, that would be really fun. Um, me and you and Missy could play, and it'd be great. I think that would be fun to do. It's hard to get time set aside to play video games with people. Yeah, that's true. But I'm still going to get this game regardless. So yeah, we still haven't played around a golf on PGA I know. Tour. We got we got the the puppy dog as soon as as soon as we were going to do that. So everything has been sort of difficult because we. Had to get into a rhythm of, of figuring out what he's going to be like. So now we know what he's like, I could probably do it. Uh, speaking of Chili Doge, um, the picture that you posted on Instagram of that dog in front of that sign that says, like, no pets. Uh-huh. <laughs> the face that he is making <laughs> is so perfect. I mean, it was just like, I, was, I couldn't stop looking at it. It was so great. Yeah, if you guys want to see that, uh, go to my Instagram, at Wastrel. And uh, I took a picture. There's a dog park we take him to all the time. And the, there's a regular park across the street from the dog park. And they have a no dog sign. So we park in the parking <laughs> lot of the regular park. Because you don't have to back out into a blind hill that way. And uh, when we were leaving the dog park, I saw that sign. So I just walked him over there and took the picture. And then we left. But <laughs> yeah, he's got like this this face where he's like grinning almost. <laughs> yeah, it is so good. Uh, it was so perfect. Loved it. Um, okay, so yeah, so Starfield got delayed, which uh, you know I'm sad about, but I I don't want them crunching, right? And I want it to be I want it to be like perfect. And so. it's Bethesda, so they really probably need all the time they need. Yeah. Oh, I and then also today, speaking of Bethesda, I shared with you a Unreal Five demo of skyrim and man it looked really cool i'm really glad that unreal 5 is coming and that bioware is going to use that for the next mass effect instead of frostbite which was horrible yeah frostbite is only only people that do good with frostbite is dice yeah bioware was not good at frostbite no they, they were not um if they released a unreal Ver- unreal 5 version of skyrim i'd buy it again you know i would i would buy it again. i think again. i would too for that for unreal 5 yeah i think i would too. yeah with the mods yeah and speaking of things i'm gonna buy uh dead space remake they're remaking the first dead space from the ground up and it's gonna come out on january 27th 2023 currently that's a game where i feel like i missed out on because I recently saw a bunch of stuff from it, and I was like, well, this looks really cool, actually, and it's third person and, like, weird space monsters, so I think I want to I wanna play that, and I feel like I, I'll get to re... Uh, I'll get to unmiss something that I missed. It's, it's great. Um, I like it better than Bioshock. You know, it's like limited ammo type game, but you, you still are able to use your guns and stuff. It, uh, is this going to have ray tracing? I hope so. Ray tracing. As soon as I turned on ray tracing in Guardians of the Galaxy, the the game, 
I was blown away by that, so I hope that's in this too. Yeah, if this has like ray tracing, I haven't seen anything for this, but I loved Dead Space. Um, it was real scary, and I could play it again. Yeah, I want to play it. I've never played it, so I just feel like this is my time now. Yeah, I think you'll really like it. It's really I'm good. looking forward to it's it. It's really, really. It's it's worth remaking. Let's yeah, put it that I'm way. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, is there any other games this year that we're looking forward to other than Gotham Knights? The only ones that Forspoken comes out this year still, and that I really want to play. Yeah, that's right. That's the only other one I can they, think of. When's the next Splinter Cell coming out? That's what I want to know. They, oh, they won't give any concrete data on that. They just keep like alluding yeah. to it. Yeah, and I also wonder too. Do you think they're still making what's that? Oh God, what's the game with Jade? Oh, um, uh, good, good, bad, goody. What is it? Bad, good. Oh God, Beyond Good, Beyond and, good evil. and Evil. I don't know. And Perfect Dark. Weren't they going to make a new Perfect Dark? Yeah. Yeah, what are, what what's the deal with these games? I feel like they're just being made in secret. Yeah, or they just announce them and don't work on them. Yeah, it's really really weird. Game industry these days is weird like that. Um, I want to know more. Would you like to know more? I do want. I do want to know. Me more. too. I do. Somebody tell me what's happening with Perfect Dark. Somebody tell me what's happening with uh, Dead Space and Forspoken and just. I want to know when these come out because I can't keep track of it, and they change it every week. You know, I have a digital subscription to Game Informer. I really should read Probably it. Probably if you're paying for it. <laughs> I am. I used to, if it, I, I'd be more... I, I would probably have a better chance of reading it if I got the physical copy of it. I'm, I can only read physical copies of things. I, uh, I, I Like all the comic books that I read, I have to get physical ones. I can't do like e-reader comics. I just I have to hold it. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, folks, let us know. Keep us up to date. It's just, it's your job. It is your job. We're we're the ones that you tell information to. That's not that's how podcasts work. Yeah, we don't have any commercials. It's not like you're paying anything for this. So you you pay us an information. We're we, we're information launderers for now. What it, what's uh, what's in Mass Effect? What is she? The, the shadow broker. The shadow broker. Yeah, we're sh- we're the shadow brokers. That was goofy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Liara did not seem like the type no, that to be was a shadow dumb. broker. Uh, but I'm still looking forward <laughs> to the next Mass Effect. Uh, we are, against all odds. Uh, all right, folks. Well, that does it for the show today. Uh, my name is Ben Moon, and uh, I have been delayed. Happy trousers. And my name is Nick Kelly, and I have been announced, but I'm never actually going to be released. Happy trousers. Toku Sentai. Toku Sentai. Armageddon.